So the big question is this. How are entrepreneurs like us, who don't cheat and manipulate people, who are spending money from our own pockets, how do we market in a way that lets us get our products and services and the things we believe in out to the world, and yet still remain profitable? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Michael Abdo, and welcome to Client Secrets. Good morning and welcome to episode four of Client Secrets. I am so happy to have you here this morning, and today I'm super excited to share with you guys because today we are going to get into the practical side of client secrets and what it really means to be able to serve people at the highest possible level. How do we do that? How do we serve our clients at the highest possible level? How do we meet our clients' needs so thoroughly, so in depth, so massively that they would never want to go anywhere else for their needs? That's really what we're talking about. Like when we get down to the core, it's not about making a sale, right? Like that's important. But that's just the beginning. That's creating the belief in your clients that they're able to trust you. But then from there, that's just the beginning. Then you take them on this incredible journey that changes their life, right? And so the thing is, how? How do we serve our clients at the highest level possible. I want you to think of a time that you went to a store or that you 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 bought a good or you had a service and it didn't just it didn't just meet your base requirement. It just it didn't just meet what your what you needed right off the bat. They took care of you. They provided for you. They went above and beyond and you were just blown away by their service for the price the service that you got for the for for the price was way beyond what you had expected and what you had imagined and you remember your feeling afterwards do you remember how you felt you're like i remember i will never forget we stayed at a radisson hotel it, we uh my family and i were going to a conference uh, with our church in Des Moines, Iowa, and we stayed at a Radisson hotel. And I remember we were thinking, like, for the price that we're paying for this hotel, we had never heard of Radisson, and we had never stayed at their hotels before. But I remember thinking, like, for the price that we're paying, like, this is there's gonna be bed bugs, there's gonna be like cockroaches, there's gonna be holes in the wall. Legitimately, I've stayed at hotels before. I think there were more motels, honestly, but there you could see from your room, 
you could see the outside and not through the window. There's a legitimate like tennis ball size hole in the bottom right corner of the wall. And you could just peer outside. And the, so, so we had to like stuff it up with like, I think we used paper towels or like toilet paper or something. But the Radisson, I remember driving up to the Radisson and being like, this is, prepare for the worst. Like, we're definitely making a sacrifice here. We don't, we don't want to over, overpay if we're not going to be in the room very much. You know what I mean? Like, we're just going to be sleeping here. We'll be able to survive. Worst things have happened, you know? And we, I remember just, like, feeling, kind of feeling bad about myself. Like, can we not afford a better hotel than this? Like, is this the best we can do? Just being like, you know what? We're, we're just going to go for it, you know? And I remember... I remember driving up to the hotel and like looking Radisson, 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 looking up and down the street and then be like, oh, there it is on the left and driving up and being like, nah, no, we didn't get this right. This is not the right hotel. Like just, just from the outside, it's like, we must've, we must've gotten the wrong hotel. This, this hotel is way too nice for the price that we paid. And we're like, we looked at a reservation, like the confirmation, like, no, no, it's, it's for sure the Radisson. It's like, all right, like first impressions, they're good, but you can dress up the outside, right? So we got inside and the service, like immediately greeted with a smile. Hey, how are you guys doing? How's your trip? Like just, just blown away from, from the first step inside. It's like, oh, it's great. Like we're here to book our hotel. Like for sure. Like. Can we, uh, can we help you guys unload your car? It's like, what? Like, who does that? And so we, we get help unloading the car. We get shown up to our room. We're like, here's your room. We go in, like, beautiful room. Beautiful room. Beautiful view of the, of the city. She's like, what is this place? And it, it's, it's been burned into my mind. Like, the service every day was incredible. The breakfast that they had in the morning, beautiful. The facilities, top notch. Like they didn't just provide a room and a bed and a bathroom. They went above and beyond. And now the first, like when I get into a city, the first thing that I always search for, if I'm staying the night, the first hotel that I always search for, Radisson. Radisson's in Chicago. Radisson's in New York. Radisson's in, like, it's where I go now. Because of one, one, like, the first impression just blew me away. And now they have a customer for life. That's, that's what we're talking about. We're not talking about how can I twist someone's arm into getting them to buy something from me so that I can make money. We're talking about how can I serve my customer at a level that is far more than they would ever expect so that their needs can be satisfied and so that I can have a customer, a loyal customer for the rest 
of their life. That's, that's what we're talking about here. And when you think about what's necessary for that, like, what did the Radisson do that no other hotels did? You can be like, yeah, they had nice facilities. Yeah, like, they went above and beyond. Yeah, they had, like, good customer service. Like, you could break it down into all these things. But when you look at the core of it, when you look at the core of it, there's one thing they did. There's one thing they did. You know what that is? They met my needs. That's it. That's all they did. They met my needs. If I had a need, they met it. I had a need for a room and a bed. They met it. I had a need for a bathroom. They met it. I had a need to feel safe and secure. They met it. I had a need to to enjoy what I looked at, the facilities. They met it. I had a need to unload my car. They met it. Like, like, it's so simple, but so few people do it. And the people who really do, immediately stand miles above the rest. And you know, like, when you're thinking about your person, like, you know who these people are. Same thing, like, you could call it branding, you could call it good marketing, you could call it, like, None of this, none of this is possible without meeting needs. The more needs you meet, the more customers you'll get. People always talking about provide value, provide value. You hear this buzzword like, oh, like what value are you bringing to your customer? Do you know what values are? Like everybody talks about them, but what is value? Is it just more content? Is it just higher quality of products? What is value? What makes something valuable? The the answer to those are found in needs. Needs. What are your customers' needs? Like Radisson, I, I guarantee you, When they started their business, they looked at their ideal customer. They're like, what customer do we want to serve? Who is our our ideal customer, our ideal client? And what are their needs? That's it. That's all there is to it. Just list out every single need. For me... Like, full transparency. You guys can see what I'm doing in my business. You guys, like, I want you to be a part. I'm, I'm opening the curtains. I'm revealing everything I'm doing. For me, my clients, high-ticket sales. What do they need? People who are serving high, who are selling high-ticket items, who are serving at the highest level what are their needs they need they need to be quick on their feet 
They need to have engaging content. They need to be like their product, their copywriting and description needs to be engaging, needs to be accurate, needs to be simple, but yet needs to be detailed, right? If you're talking about your $20,000 product and you're like, it's cool, it has a lot of benefits, it will really do great things, that's not gonna sell anything. But when you say this newest product with this feature that has just been discovered in the past five years, we've started testing and implementing this, and this is the newest product off our new product line. And here's how it's going to change how you do your business. Like, it's so simple, but so many people just overlook this. But this is where you have to start. If you don't start heading in the right direction and you just go, where are you going to be five months from now, 10 months from now, a year from now? Not where you want to be. Not if you start in the wrong direction. That's why you have to start with your ideal client and their needs. Just list it out. Here's my ideal client. And here are their needs. And that, that is why personality hacking, that's why personality hacking is so, so essential. Because there's different types of needs people have. There's, in fact, there's four different types of needs that people have. There's four different needs they have. Ready? Write this down. If you have a pen and a paper, write this down. If you're driving and listening to this, pull over on the side of the road and write this down. If you're on the toilet listening to this, write, like, write on your leg or something. Just write this down. Just burning these into your mind. There's four needs that we all have, types of needs that we all have. The first type of need, people. We need people in our lives. You, you can look at scientific data for people who isolate themselves and who remove themselves from the community. They're more likely to get sick. They're more likely to die sooner they're more likely to have mental illnesses, to have depression. Like God created us to live in community. We need people in our lives. Second, the second type of need, possession. We need possession. Today, in the world we live, if you want to have an impact, if you want to live in today's society, Western society, you need shelter. You need a house. You need food. You need transportation. 
Like these are these are not optional things. These are essential things. You need shelter. You need food and water and sleep. Right? You need things that help you with this. So a bed, a bed is just a tool that helps you sleep. A house is just, a possession is just something that you own that helps you feel protected or be, be protected from the environment. Like these are possessions that we need, right? And then third, we need passions. We need things that excite us, that engage us, whether it be a sports team, whether it be a hobby. We like an instrument, like it's endless for everybody, but we need passion to feel alive to, to something that, that drives us forward. But then the last need, these past three needs are essential to, to who we are as humans, but these are all environmental needs. What do I mean by that? These are all needs that are, that can be shaped by our environment. Passions, for example, depending on where you grow up, you're going to have different passions. If you grow up, if you grow up in St. Louis, your passion is going to be for the Saints. Your passion is going to be for football or for baseball. Your passion is going to be sports. If you're in a, a sports culture, your passion is going to be for sports. But if you grow up in a, in a musical culture, right? If you grow up in, for example, in Iowa City, the, the jazz culture is incredible. So many unique works of art that come from Iowa City. And if you grow up in Iowa City and you're exposed to that, your passions are going to be related to that. So... The, this, like, those are your passions. Same thing with possessions. Like, if you grow up in the Western culture with all these sophisticated possessions, then your needs are going to be tailored to that. But if you grow up in a third world country, your needs aren't going to be as demanding to have these highly sophisticated possessions. So, so these three types of needs, these environmental needs, are dependent on, on, our, on how we grow up and the environment in which we grow up, whether it be our, our family or our, our culture, our geography, whatever it might be. It, it influences us depending on where we grow up. But the final type of need, the fourth type of need, It's intrinsic to who we are. 
It's intrinsic to who we are. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who we grew up with, how we're raised, where we're raised, the the beliefs, the cultural values. These these type of needs are intrinsic to who we are, are core to who we are. And they're known as principles. They're not they're not passions. They're not possession. They're not people, but they're principles. Guiding principles to how we live our lives. And here's the interesting thing. These principles they can be broken down into four main categories. And here's the thing. Every single person has these principles. Every single person has all of these principles. It's just one type of person puts priorities on this specific group of principles. And they say, these principles are better at meeting needs than these other three types of principles. And vice versa. All four groups do that. But when you look at, when you look at a person and you look at their principles, you look at these intrinsic values to them, you can group them into one of four general types of people. It doesn't matter your culture. It doesn't matter your race. It doesn't matter your ethnicity. It doesn't matter how you were raised. It doesn't matter your religion. You have these principles, these guiding principles that make up 80% of who you are. They make up 80% of who you are. And once you're aware of these principles, you can better serve yourself and you can better know yourself and meet your needs, but you can also better serve other people's needs. You can, as soon as you discover somebody's guiding principle, then you can serve them at a level that no one else can. Because you don't just understand their need for people. You don't just understand their need for possessions. And you don't just understand their need, their passion. But you understand them at an intrinsic level. You understand their principles. And that, that is where you can truly start serving people to the highest level and start seeing results not just in your life but in your client's life on a level that you have never even imagined before because you understand their needs their core intrinsic needs to who they are as people and you meet those needs you don't just know them and ignore them, but you meet them in a way that no other person can meet. No other business, no other service, no other good can meet 
their needs at the level that you are. And that, that is how you get a client for a lifetime. Does that make sense? Isn't that awesome? As soon as I like understood this, it was crazy because it completely changed how I looked at business. It completely changed how I looked at my client. It completely changed how I looked at all my life, all my interactions. So I realized I was projecting my needs onto other people. I was saying, here are my principles that I think are important. And because they're important for me, they're important for you. And immediately, I, like, I was doing that subconsciously. I didn't even realize I was doing that. And because I was doing that, immediately, 75% of the population gone. I would never be able to connect with them on a deep intrinsic level. Because I was saying my needs are more important than yours. My principles, my guiding values are more important than yours. And I wasn't even doing this consciously. But as soon as I discovered, as soon as I discovered these principles, as soon as I understood this and started implementing it, it was insane. Because I started to recognize other people's leading values, their guiding principles. And I was able not just to understand those, but to be able to meet those and to affirm those and say, yes, I agree with you. And when they weren't being needed, when their needs weren't being met, they would say, like, I recognize that you have this need for stability. And I recognize that it's not being met by your current, like, what you're currently doing Stability for your family is not being met. But let me tell you something. When you use my service, when I, when I come and I help you and I serve you, man, you're never going to have to worry about stability for your family ever again. I know I didn't. I know none of my clients have ever given it a second thought. That's the power. That's the power. And so I'm super, super excited for our next episode, episode five, because we're going to start diving in to what are these principles. Like, like, it's crazy because as soon as you categorize these four, these four principles, right? As soon as you categorize these values, you start seeing them all over the place and you start recognizing them and being like, oh, John, here's why I didn't get along with John the best. It's because his guiding principles were different than mine. It's because the needs that he had, he met them using these guiding principles that were intrinsic to him. But for me, I meet these needs this way. But now I see, now I see how he meets his needs. And here's how I can come alongside him and serve him, and love him, and support him. So we're going to be diving into that next episode. 
Thank you so much for joining me today. I am so excited to be on this journey with you, to share this with you. Tune in next episode when we talk about what are those guiding principles. Take care, and I'll see you next episode. Want more marketing secrets? If so, then go get your copy of my newest book, Client Secrets. Inside this book, you'll find my top 15 secrets that companies all across the world use to systematically skyrocket their sales by 50% or more. Thank you.